Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a brand new episode. And my, 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 we got so much to talk about. But before we get into that, what's going on, Kyle? How you feeling this week? Uh, everything's good, bro. Like you said, there's definitely plenty of talk about, you know, the, the free agency. Um, free agency kicked off with a, with a bang, and then it seemed like the... It, that that wave is still is still going, you know, um, even you know almost a week later. So, yeah, eager to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think I'm eager to talk about it too because a lot of, I, it's it's going to be a whole brand new NFL season, and it's going to be a whole it's going to be a lot of you know a lot of different looks on on different teams per se. So, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> It's going to be definitely crazy, but um, before we get into all the trades and all our all our you know signings and everything like that, um, let's get into our Jets signing. Um, well, resigns. Uh, they resigned Flacco, one year deal, and Mike White. Um, signed is a uh, basically his tender, two point five million one year deal. Um, how how you felt about both of them um signing back with the Jets? Um, I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, Mike White definitely proved himself, you know, to have some sort of quality, you know, or I should say value to him. So I'm cool with that. And, you know, obviously Flacco being a, a veteran guy, um, that's familiar with the team and stuff, you know, is a, is also a good signing, you know, so QB is one spot that we, we don't have to worry about at this present time, which is a good thing. <laughs> right. And then I agree with you. And my thing is, is that, you know, I know Flacco per se, um, he'll be able to still like kind of mentor um, Wilson, you know, about the boring game and what he needs <laughs> to do to <laughs> make him win the games. I know nobody really doesn't want to hear that, but I think I think Flacco helped helped him flourish his game a little bit in the last few games of the season. Um when we first saw saw Wilson, we saw the crazy throws, you know, the gambles, a lot of gambles. Um, but as as the season moved along and the season was close to being over, we saw the kids started playing this game right, um, made more smart plays, less turnovers. And I think maybe Flacco is one of those reasons for it. I mean, I know Mike White had that one good game, but remember what happened against that, ooh, that Buffalo team. Just the storm went thrown to the wolves, and yeah, it got ugly. So, um, I think Flacco really helped him help Wilson with his game a little bit, and that's why I think it was important to maybe bring Flacco back. Back, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but also if Wilson gets injured, Flacco will be the um the first one, and he could probably give you maybe one or two games, and that's that's about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, as I said, definitely, and I said the fact that both of them actually. Uh, like I said, showed showed some pro, sort of pro, productivity when they came in to play. You know, um, it's a plus. So that's why I said bringing back both of them is especially for under the circumstances of what they, um, you know, what they're paying for um, backups at this point is. Like I said it's. I think it's 
I'm not sure what I know Mike White is like two and a half million because he signed his um restricted free agent tender. Yes. And then um and then uh whatever uh Flacco signed for, which I I might was it it was it was a one year deal. I just don't know what the money was, but it was definitely yeah. a one year. Right. But I'm I'm pretty sure it's you know probably in the same ballpark, maybe like a a four million, three, four million deal, because chances of him playing is 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 probably pretty low unless you know there's some sort of crazy injury. Right. So we're talking about two quarterbacks that you know showed promise and was able to um, be productive in LaFleur's offense coming back for you know a combined six million dollars to say Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a deal. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you on that one, man. Um, and then they signed, uh, re-signed Dan Feeney um, as well. Um, Dan Feeney, of course, is not one of my favorite players, but at the same time, um, I know that he, if they come ask him to come in backup or if somebody's injured, he's able to play play a role. So I I give I give credit, you know, just for that signing as well. Like I said, not not. You know, not my favorite, but at the same time, when you ask him to play a role, he definitely will play the role, though. Oh. Yep, definitely, like I said, definitely, definitely, um, definitely a good, like I said, backup signing. But we're not asking him to come in and, you know, perform any miracles. So exactly, <laughs> back is 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 not a it's not a big issue. Especially when I'm hoping that um, somewhere in the near future um, we should be hearing that Van Rotten has been released, you know. <laughs> yeah, so was, I'm hoping you know, we definitely hear that very, very soon. Because yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't need that as of right now. Um, and yeah, then, no, nah, right ahead. Yeah, as I said, I think it's um. By doing that, we'll we'll get back. I think maybe like three to five million. That's not him. bad. Yeah. So that's definitely something I'm looking um, forward towards. You know, based on um, what our cap is right now, because I think we're at um, 19 million, and I think um, like 12 of that is for the rookies. So we we don't need a little bit of extra money just to have some cap space to maneuver during the off season, just in case anything crazy goes off. Yeah, definitely right, and that's why Joe Douglas is good with the with the numbers, you know, because he knows who's to get rid of and who's not to get rid of, so he can make that happen to stay under the cap. It took two years to clear out a lot of these crazy um, yeah. signings and crazy trades from Mac. It took him two years to do that, so now Joe Douglas got the got the capital, you know, yeah. so. We'll we'll definitely we'll def- we'll definitely we'll we'll see more of what happens here, and um of course, the just signed uh the Vikings Tyler Cronkin Crocklin for a three a three year deal. Um I know it was like it was it was a it was a decent deal, it was definitely a decent deal right here. Um, I will say that maybe Cronklin coming in, I heard that he could be a pass blocker as well as you know um a tight end so 
it's always good to have that leverage because I, we now we definitely not seeing Ryan Griffin. We're not seeing we're not seeing a lot of these other guys. Maybe Yabora here and there, but I don't see him too much as well. Now that we got two tight ends. Yeah. Those, the two guys that we got are, if you look at them stature-wise, are almost like mirrors of each other. So um, I definitely I definitely see, you know, the signings. Both signing both those guys is good. And it also leads to me to believe, like, there's a chance of, you know, us possibly um, running – you know, definitely some double tight end sets when you have two two tight ends that can uh that are good at pass blocking as well as uh you know being able to catch and are, are really good at after the run. So right. I, I'm looking forward to you know seeing some of those formations. Yeah, and um, when we need like maybe five yards, four yards, or three yards for the first down. You know, maybe we'll. That's what you. That's what them double tight end sets are for. You know, to get the help with the run game, and not just with the run game, but also with the short yards and you know the yards after catch. So, yeah, this, this is going to be very interesting to see. Um, but I, but I, but I like the signing. Um, I definitely like the signing. Um, Jacob Martin uh, for the Texans. I think he had three point five sacks last season. Uh I'm, I'm not 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 the best signing for me, but I know, you know, once you get once you get the good signings, you always have to have a, a bad one or two. So it's not my best. It's not the best for me, but maybe it's just for backup leverage. Um, maybe it's just for backup leverage per se. Oh, definitely, it's a a, a backup thing because you know he he can take the place of you know someone like a a a Curry that, you know, we have brought on last year that, you know, didn't end up playing. You know what I mean? Someone that can come in and just fill, fill a role for um, a couple of downs, you know? Right. So I, I'm, I'm not too upset about the signing. Um, it's still, you know, to see what, how he is going to be implemented into the, the defense. But, um, you know, I, I trust, I trust um, what Douglas has been doing so far. So I'm All pretty right. sure. I'm pretty sure you know there's there's a um, you know a master plan that's looking to be unfolded with some you know with these signings. Right. And then last but not least, um, the Jets traded Blake Cashman to the Texans for a 2023 sixth round pick. Now. I will say this, Kyle. I didn't expect the just to get anything for Blake Cashman. I thought he would probably get released after the preseason, but I don't know how he did it. But thank you. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, definitely. Um, if if Joe Douglas uh gets indicted for you know grand theft <laughs> after <laughs> his <with> the <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because he's definitely, you know, in a lot of people's eyes, robbed quite a few teams in terms of uh, players and draft picks, you know, from the Adams trade getting two first round draft picks to um, um, 
to um, Sam Darnold getting four draft, I mean, three draft picks for him, which ended up being, I'm not saying, what was it, more than um, what, what the, I think that what they were saying that the Rams got for Vaughn Miller or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's definitely something to say about his, um, his bargaining skills. <laughs> Yeah, um, to, and JD almost uh robbed another team, and that was the Kansas City Chiefs with the with Tariq Hill. Um, the Dolphins and the Jets was actually really battling it out, and I was very shocked because I was at work, and I think most of us was at work, and we was just like, "What?" I'm like, "What?" Tariq Hill, Dolphins or the Jets? Whoa, I'm like, oh, hold up, hold up. I'm like, this can't be true because I was like, I'm just over here like, let's go. I'm, I'm over there screaming. They over there, you know, co-workers is looking at me like, what, what's wrong with this man? <laughs> you know, so I was, I was just, I'm sorry, I was just screaming and, and everything. But then when I saw the Dolphins, I said, uh, it's time to lose hope. But at the same time, what Joe Douglas did try to give away was two, the two second rounders, um, 35-38, and the third rounder, 69. If Hill would have approved the trade, we would have gotten Hill and a fourth-round pick. And the crazy thing is, is that the Kansas City Chiefs got a first, second, fourth-rounder for this year's draft, and next year's draft for fourth and the sixth-round pick. So they gave up five picks and gave Tariq Hill a new contract, a new contract, which is a four-year extension worth $120 million, $72.2 million guaranteed. And I think that think signing, he gets $52 million guaranteed. That is that is a crazy number, Kyle. That is a crazy number. <laughs> that is a crazy yeah. number. But how you felt about how you felt about all of that, man? Um honestly, um, when I heard that the Jets and Miami were after him, I, I felt that the Jets were putting their hand in the pot just to um, put as much pressure on Miami because if they really wanted him, they would have to, you know, come out of pocket to, to get him. And I know yeah. we have, we had the stronger draft out um, assets, you know, with having two first round and two second round picks. So mm -hmm. I knew that Miami would have had to come up with something that would have been big. So they end up using a lot of draft resources to get um, probably one of the better receivers, you know, top receivers in the league, but he's also um, going on 29. You know right. what I mean? So those type of assets that they gave up could have been players that they could have drafted and been on the team for maybe, you know, five to six years, you know, but they're putting all the eggs in, one basket, so to speak, you know, on Hill. Now it's just to see if, um, you know, Tua can uh, actually get his receivers the ball. <laughs> and also Tua can't have uh, average or below average performance with Waddle and Hill. They And, and uh, what's the name? Uh, dang. Um, Grisecki, yes. So, he can't he can't have an average season with those guys. It's gotta be all or nothing. 
and they have to be in the playoffs because if you really look at it, even though they have a new coach, they they defense is 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 good. It's fantastic. Right. You know, so if you're if you got Hill, um, and and they got Mostar from the 49ers, they signed yeah. him. And you know he's coming off injury, and it's a and it's a still because it was I think it was one year four million or five million per se. But with those guys and they all healthy, Tua needs to have a performance uh, like a like a career a career year, where we all saying that he's getting um, comeback player of the year. If he and if he doesn't do that, and the Dolphins still go to the playoffs, I could see Tua getting traded after the season. It's just it's just my opinion, Kyle. I might be wrong. But I think that's when you need to let let him go and and find and and find a quarterback that can take him to the next level because that there, there's no excuse at this point. Yeah, I would say with the, all the craziness that's going on, um, maybe there might be something in the works where they pull something and and bring uh Baker over. You mm. know. That's interesting. Because That's interesting. I think I, I would to me with what they have, I think that Baker could probably be a better fit than um than than Tua in, mm-hmm. in, in that specific situation. But it's still to be seen what Miami's gonna be because I don't think they're gonna be anywhere near the same team they were um last year with the fact that Flores is no longer there. Agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I agree and the biggest part of that is we're definitely going to be um, the defense, you know? Right. And also with the Chiefs, now now that we're talking about that, um, I could see Kelsey having one of the biggest years um, in Titan history. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, Juju... Uh, uh, Juju gonna have to have a hell of a year, especially with him signing. But don't be surprised if the don't be surprised if the Chiefs don't don't be surprised if the Chiefs try to make a trade in the draft to go draft the go draft the wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, that that, that definitely uh, that definitely can be um. Uh, a, a play from this side with um, the amount of draft picks that they have. Right. And then also, and also per se, um, yeah, they, they, they only signed Juju and they signed Corey Coleman, which we have a saw Corey Coleman in a couple of years. I think he was with the Giants and yeah, I think they still need another wide receiver. So I won't be surprised if they use it to try to get a, try to get a wide receiver. So yeah, but that but very interesting, very 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 <laughs> interesting. Um, but since we got more trades to talk about, oh my god, uh, I guess we could talk about Deshaun Watson. Uh, it hurts it hurts my heart to say that, you know, <laughs> ooh, the, the, one of the biggest trades in history because Watson wasn't going to go to the uh, Browns, and um. Yeah, and then they just guaranteed them all all this money. Yeah. $230 million for five years, Kyle. What what the hell? <laughs> Honestly, though, 
from a from a from a skill set standpoint, I can definitely understand it. You know, they obviously um they're gonna say, you know, he hasn't he hasn't um won anything, you know what I mean? But honest to me, that more so falls on the organization and what things that they were doing, you know, to try and win than mm -hmm. you know his ability, you know. Right. So um and then the fact that you know it's Cleveland, you know, who's to say, you know, what was on you know on his mind to say, okay, Cleveland outside of the money, you know what I mean? Um I would say for one thing that they could have been a consideration. Uh, Cleveland has a better defense than Atlanta would ever think of right right now. <laughs> Agree. So if you're talking about, you know, having the support, you know, going into a new team, you would probably want the team that has the better defense because then it help, you know, with the possibilities of any hiccups or mistakes you might have on the offensive side. You know, the defense is definitely good enough to to make up for some of that. Yeah, um, I would think it would. I thought it was going to be New Orleans, just because they they defense is good. You put a quarterback there with Michael Thomas, and not just Michael Thomas, but with Kamara, and you you still have a decent. You know, you still have a decent team. Um, but the Browns gave up the uh, three first round picks this year, uh, next year, and the year after. One third round pick for the next year and one fourth round pick. No, two third round picks. Uh next year, I think next year, this year and next year, and also one fourth round pick for 2024. And they only get Deshaun Watson and a fifth round pick for 2024. Um Watson, Watson better, he better, even though he haven't played in a year, he better be ready to play his ass off with Cooper. Because this is make or break, and he needs to, and he has to shut up a lot of people, you know. So, yeah. and also with with Baker Mayfield, the question the question is, is where other than the Dolphins, like really where where Mayfield could go, like where like where could he get traded to? Because because it doesn't seem like as many places. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> It's crazy because, like, it seems like I was making a <laughs> that, like the 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 quarterbacks, the quarterbacks um in the league are being uh passed around like they're at a a, a swingers party because <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how many, how many starting quarterbacks do you have playing? And, and you no, know, and not like regular quarterbacks. We're talking about marquee star quarterbacks that are now playing on different teams in one year. You know right. what I mean? So, right. you know what I mean? Like you know, you have you know uh, Russell, you have um, Watson, you have Matt Ryan, who's with the Colts now. You have you know who else? Um, like I said. You, you see what you see where I'm going with this, like yeah, this I'm, type I'm of 
the, at the quarterback position in one year um, definitely is should at least make for an interesting um, season coming up. It, it definitely should. And, you know, it's going to be tough for the Browns to move him because they definitely not get in the first round. Um, maybe a second or a third, but it's going to be very tough for him, but not just for him, but also for Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. Because Jimmy Garoppolo, he expected to be he expected to be gone. He said, "Peace out, 49ers. Y'all went and drafted Trey Lance. I gave y'all NFC. I I I, I basically brought y'all to the NFC Championship game, close to the Super Bowl. It's time to go. I'm out. Yeah. So, I, if I don't see a trade coming for Jimmy Garoppolo, I could see him getting cut. And and crazy to say, but I can actually see like a team like the Seahawks pick him up. Because who's to say that they're going to believe in Drew Locke? I feel I like both of them. I feel like both of them, Mayfield and Garoppolo, would have to uh, be released to be picked up. Panthers per se, um, Seahawks. Uh, I don't know too many other teams, but if they both get released, they they definitely get signed as a starting quarterback, hands down. All right. So, yeah, it's, and as I said this. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure who's left for them to go. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I mentioned the Earth 3 earlier. Um, I also forgot to mention um, Wentz. <laughs> you know, Wentz yeah. going to, to the Commanders. The commanders. And then Mariota going to Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is just, this turnaround is so crazy. And then you have this core of young guys that are coming in. You know the Mahomes, the the Jacksons, the um the Allens, the Herberts, the Burrows, the Wilsons. You know what I mean? Like the quarterback position right now is probably as full of talent, you know, that it's it has been in quite some time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Just just for me. Uh. Just for me. You know. It's just. The ones they they I feel like the commanders could have waited to, to even make to make that trade for once, uh, unless if they really feel like he could have a performance like he did for the Eagles. But uh, it's kind of too it's kind of you know I, I feel like for once it's it's kind of a little late. You know you don't know what type of player you're gonna get for once out of uh, you know every week. So I just think that. Uh, that's tough. That's that's tough. If I was, if I'm the Panthers and the Seahawks, I'll wait for them. I'll wait for Mayfield and Jimmy G to get cut, and then make a sign instead of trying to trade for draft picks at this point. Because because at this point, they both of them quarterbacks don't have no leverage whatsoever. Whether they grant, whether they uh ask for a trade. They have no leverage because they not giving no team is not giving up no first round for them at this point. So yeah, so we'll we'll see we'll see when that time comes. But it's, but that's critical. Yep. And also, and also, Devontae Adams to the Raiders. He chose Carr yeah. over Rogers, and the Packers offered him more money more money than the Raiders. Uh he said it's a dream come true to play with Carr. Um I'm expecting I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting Carr to have a career year. 
Yeah. I, I like I, at first, you know, I was wondering why you would pick Carl over him, but then realizing they played in college together. So yeah. who who knows? You know, we might see that that same type of um chemistry that we've seen with, you know, um Burrow playing with Jamar Chase. You know what I mean? Mm. That's, that's a they, great point. Can, you know, if they still have that 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 chemistry together. So I said it should be interesting, you know, to see what he does over there. And you know, I say not to mention you're 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 teaming Devontae Adams with Darren Waller and um and, the, uh, Renfro. The, the receiver. Um Renfro. Renfro, you know what I mean? So yeah. They have they have a nice little set of weapons over there for Carr. So he's he's almost in a position where he has to, you know, prove that he 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 needs to be there. You know what I mean? Because they're they're putting they're putting the weapons. Um, they're putting the weapons there for him. Right, and also with that, also for, for me, I would say a twenty second and a fifty third was was scraps. For for a top, a top to top three wide receiver, top one to top three wide receiver, I think it was scraps. I felt like they could have gotten maybe a couple of picks for next year's uh, next year's draft as well as this year. Right. You know, so it just felt like, huh? Take them. We'll we'll figure it out because it's going to be tough for Rogers, and you see what happens when Devontae Adams is not involved. It's it's tough for Rodgers to get involved. Rodgers is always going to get get his, but it's going to be tough without that number one wide receiver. I think the Packers going to have to uh, draft the wide receiver because it's going to be very very tough, very tough for the Packers at this point. Yeah, they say either draft somebody or who knows. Maybe maybe they make a play for someone like Odell, depending on how he comes back. <laughs> mm. Now that's it. That's interesting. I mean, so there, there, there's there's definitely some question marks they're gonna have in that wide receiver room in Green Bay. So it'll be interesting to see what what their um what their plan is. Right, and um, my thing to this this right here um. The next day after the Deshaun got traded, Matt Ryan got traded to the Colts, which was very, very interesting. I thought they was going to trade for Jimmy G, but maybe the, the 49ers was just taking a sweet time. And Matt Ryan, this is very interesting because being that Matt Ryan is 38, I feel like with the protection that Matt Ryan is going to have, I think Matt Ryan could actually do something this season. What is it? I don't know. I know he's at the end of his rope, but I, but Maddie ice to the coast, this is going to be very, very interesting because there's a lot of questions up in the air. Yeah, I, I would say that was, that was, Something that like I said that popped into my head when um you know before before the, the the trade actually went down um you know especially with Watson knowing that Watson um was not going there and going to Cleveland so I definitely saw the Colts as a, a team that can use somebody 
like a, a, a Matt Ryan because it, it falls in the same. To me, it's like it's almost as if they um, when they got Philip Rivers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't think um, Maddie has the same type of wear and tear on his body as Philip Rivers had. So yes, um, he he might be to me. There's a chance for him to be a little bit more productive there, especially um, with that O line that they have and with the emergence of um, Jonathan Taylor being the you know the beast year that he had last year. Uh, there's definitely you know there's definitely uh some some pieces there to, for for Matty Ice to um to flourish in there. Uh yeah, this is yeah, this is going to be something very interesting to see. Um last season he completed 67% of his passes, um close to 4000 yards, 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, which is which which to me if you can get him to get his touchdowns up per se, and he's still completing 67% of his packs, uh, passes. I know it's Matty Ice, but I think Matty Ice is, is way better. If they was to do this last season, I would rather have Matty Ice over Wentz any day. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely, like, I can't, I can't argue that at all. Right. And I know, and I know, you know, sometimes I'll be saying some crazy things about this and that, but yeah, this was, this is one of them that this could either be a win or it could be a loss for the Colts, but only time can tell they still got the, they still, they got a good running back and they still got decent. They still got decent O-line good enough to get the, uh, get Ryan the chance to throw, to throw that ball out. We can see what happens with, uh, Pittman and, um, and company so um we could definitely we could definitely figure that out soon and uh robert woods uh well after alan robinson signed with the rams which i thought was a great deal for the rams i love alan robinson's game um woods got traded to the titans um what and they released julio jones <laughs> so uh what Woods could bring to the titans Uh yeah. Wait, what were you saying? I, I, you oh no, sorry. I said what what can Robert Woods bring to the Titans oh. now that they got rid of Julio Jones? Because you know Woods is gonna be the number two receiver. Um I I see him being just as productive as with the with the Rams to a degree. Um the only issue would be is Tannehill, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh what exactly is uh Tannehill gonna bring in terms of uh uh in terms of productivity this year? You know right. what I mean? He, cause you know he has um Brown. They still they're gonna have to get Henry back. You know and him and um with Woods, like I said, that's another like there's. Definitely, um, there's definitely the 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 tools there to, you know, make some things happen. You know what I mean? Like they 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 showed what they can do last year. They they were a very good team. You know, they've teetered off towards the end of the year, but you know, they were definitely in contentions all the way up. You know what I mean? So 
Right. Um, a couple of injuries here and there kind of derailed them, but they did show some things. So um, I definitely think, like I said, the Titans can probably be right back up in there. Um, their division uh, is definitely going to, I would say, is open for them to to take it. You know what I mean? Outside of um, the Colts, you know, getting Matty Ice, you know, they're going up against uh, Davis Mills and Trevor Lawrence, who, who knows? You know, he might have got a bit of a bit of a setback because of the whole um, Urban Meyer fiasco out there. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's to be determined what's going to happen with him and his development. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, well, this could be a good wild number two. It just all depends. Um, I don't know where Julio's going to go. Uh, it's very sad for Julio, but at the same time, business is business. So, you know, we'll, we'll always figure out what happens with, uh, with Mr. Woods. Um, yeah, this like is it, it was just so much news. Like it was just go, you know, it was just bugging my head, Kyle. It was like I, my head was just like scratching. Um, the signings, Chandler Jones to the Raiders. Uh, they traded uh, um, Nagakwe to the Colts. Oh my God, it's 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 so it it was like so many signings. Uh, Von, I think the one that had me scratching my head. Um. I don't know if they expect Von Miller to do the six years for 120 million to the Bills. At, oh, yeah. at the age of 32, you know he did he did he did good enough with the with the Rams because of Aaron Donald and you know that that line nasty. Um, yeah. What what like and and of course the Crowder because we're gonna talk about Crowder in a second. Um, Von Miller per se what. What can what what is Von Miller gonna bring to that defense? I mean, defense is good. Let's let's you know we're not gonna say defense is bad because it's not. But is he is he that gonna be that guy that the that the Bills defense could be you know elite in the league in the um in the league per se? He doesn't have to do it through his play, but he can do it through his um experience and you know just being a veteran because he has mm. he has um you know Carlos Basham and um who's the other I forgot the other uh the other uh defensive bending they have but at the end of the day cool. they had Oliver they got Oliver and they said there's one more oh you remember Shaq Lawson went back over there yeah um so yeah, like they have, they have guys that, um, they have guys that he can just be a, a a tutor to and just pass on his knowledge to to increase those guys' um, playing ability. So that's that's where I see you know his his signing be more uh, more beneficial. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And now, and speaking of the Bills, let's talk about Crowder because Cole Beasley did not resign with the Bills, did he? No, they, they released him. So oh, they released him and they signed Crowder for a one year, four, four million dollar deal. Um, 
what can what what's Crowder is going to bring to um to that Bills offense with Josh Allen? Honestly, I, I think it's it was a uh a even trade off. You know what I mean? They got rid of Beasley to pick up Crowder, and I think they're they're pretty similar in their in their ability. So I don't see any fall off from the offensive side. You know, with that that um that signing, um mm-hmm. I would say one another signing that they did that I think is going to be big for them was the um because they signed him along with um Crowder at the same time was um Duke Johnson. Yeah. You know, them you know the, the running back room for them was kind of you know lacking, but bringing a guy like him who um a decent runner but is a better pass catcher out of the backfield, you know, as a whole new um, layer to that, that, that builds offense that they can use. So um, the combination of the signing just pretty much, you know, helps them to uh, solidify anything that they lost with um, Beasley, you know, leaving. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. And yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, like I said, they the Bills know what they're doing. They didn't have to make major moves, but you know the moves that that actually happened was just crazy. You know, so yeah. I, I I think it was a um I think think it was a win win situation for Buffalo. And um, last but not least, is there any other signings that that you like per se from from any team? Um. I, I will say this because I'm just as I was just speaking on my phone. Um, apparently, uh, uh, Malcolm Butler is going back to the Patriots. He's um, they got him out of retirement, and he's signing a two-year deal on worth nine million to to go back to the Patriots. Which is a good, which is a good move for, which is a good move for the Patriots because I feel like Belichick was was um helping helping Malcolm develop his game and was getting him right. So I think it was so I think that was a good move. And just to have that that cornerback. Um I think I think what what is Stefan Gilmore doing? He didn't he still didn't sign yet, right? Uh no Gilmore I think is still unsigned. Um I guess another sign in even though um I don't know how well it's important, I guess, because of the position. Yeah, I remember um Jameis Winston resigned with the Saints. So it'll be interesting to see whether if they're gonna, you know, actually go after a quarterback or if they're just gonna let um Jameis Winston, you know, be the man for them for one year at least. Right. Because Winston was doing okay. It was 150 yards and four touchdowns is it's not let's 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 not sit here and said the man is God because he was able to do something like that. Um, but at the same time, if they got if they have to sign Winston back and they feel like they don't need a quarterback, that's fine. But if so, you know, go get Jimmy G um or or Mayfield per se. But like I said, I think they should wait for them two to get released because them quarterbacks do not have no leverage as of right now. And even the teams don't have no leverage as in trying to get like a first round pick for those guys at this point. Yep. 
because you see what happened to Matt Ryan. He only got traded off for a third round pick. Yeah, that's. I was saying he says a lot. Yeah, but I would say part of it though. You got to remember, um, I believe it's his, his contract. contract. His yeah, contract is huge. So it's kind of mm. like almost like a Jameis, um, uh, Carson Wentz golf thing because you know having to trade picks or having to come up with a compensation draft wise to counter the um the the level of contract the the team was taking on so yeah which is tough which is very tough but the Colts had the money to actually give Matt Ryan that <laughs> so it's, like I said Kyle it's, it's just very very interesting and I can't wait to see what happens at the draft because I'm more excited for the draft and I know we're going to speak on start speaking on it next week but um yeah this is man this has to be one of the best free agent slash trades mm-hmm. I have saw in my life this season is definitely going to look hella new for for me yeah <laughs> absolutely like, like it's just going to be brand new to us and it's going to be seeing. It's going to be weird seeing teams with, with different jerseys and everything like that. So it's like we def like, it's this is a must. We have to go to a game, which I know we've been talking about. Um, but yeah, I have to go at least not just the one game. I'm gonna have to go at least the two, two minimum <laughs> because yeah, I I'm loving what I what I'm seeing and yeah, um, yeah, and I have to see what these what these teams are about. So. We'll definitely see. I think that's it for our episode for, for this week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast. Um, follow us on Facebook. Follow the group on Facebook, NY Jets Fans. Um, welcome myself and Kyle. Welcome y'all with open arms as always. Um, and until next week, take flight. Take flight. <laughs>